Yeah, yeah, they added that. Yeah, I think I I think I put that in the chat. But yeah, they just add, they they seemingly have just been adding stuff kind of randomly. Like I'll just be like, oh, I didn't know they added <laughs> I mean, anything, and then all of a sudden the there's a bunch of new like Super Nintendo games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I went to like the Nintendo. I hadn't booted the NES in so long. Sure. Yeah, there's like quite a few. Yeah, there's really? a ton, but also like they're all stuff that I've have no interest in playing. <laughs> a lot of weird import stuff. For yeah. Sure. Which I, is cool. Like, I think that's really cool. But at the same time, I'm like, well, now I need to sort this because I've, I've arranged all of these. Well, the annoying thing is, like, it seems like it just unsorts it every time you, like, oh. every time they add new stuff, it, like, kind of re-defaults to, like, the old or just, like, puts all the new shit, like, right at the top. <laughs> like, get this, get this Nintendo. Everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name is Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. And Randall Nolery. Hey, folks. And we are back, as always, to talk about some video games. Another week, another Wednesday, another once again. Um, I'm loving it. I got to tell you guys, I, like last week, it was so much nicer <laughs> not having to do that quick turnaround on Friday morning. So I'm loving doing these Wednesdays. It is. I nice. feel like I'm kind of like geeked up with the uh, Mario uh, Wonder coming out right around the corner. I'm going to I'm going to actually try to use that to like as a, an excuse to like springboard back into streaming a little bit. I really want to try to stream some of that Mario Wonder if I get a chance to over the weekend. A 2D Mario um, game that's not a new Super Mario game is kind of a big deal. Like it, yeah, yeah. it really has been a long ass time. Yeah, and it feels like they're sort of treating it that way, you know, they're kind yeah. of framing it as like, hey, this is like kind of a new entry and so, almost a new series if you will, even though it does look kind of similar to those new Super Mario Brothers games, but Yeah. Yeah, I'm it's pretty pumped to, to jump into that soon. But uh, but yeah, we've been uh, digging into some other video game stuff this week. So why don't we kick it over to Randall with a little bit of a Resident Evil update uh, <laughs> since you're still chipping away at Hard that. I feel like it's just Mario. It's the perf- hey, it's the perfect to way to start off these episodes. Resident though, Evil. With a little update. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've gushed enough about Resident Evil 4 remake. And I, I told y'all I was playing the separate ways. Mm-hmm. I still stuck with the separate ways. I've completed the separate ways. Nice. nice. Credits. Nice on separate ways but because resident evil 4 is so endlessly replayable i like i think you know it's going to stay installed on on the xbox i'm probably going to see it you know through again because it is just a roller coaster ride and there are like so many things that like if you didn't complete this stranger the guy that sells you shit We'll give you these, um, there'll be these like blue slips up on the wall that you can see from time to time. And they're little like side quests or like kill the three bugs in this area, like wipe them out or like go find this fish or like there'll be random like sell stranger like two of these rare beetles. And oh, I only found one rare beetle. So I, I failed that. Like there are so many little itsy bitsy reasons to like come back and do the roller coaster all over again. Right. And like and. If you want to, you can play on a harder difficulty. You can keep all the shit that you already unlocked into your new playthrough. And, like, it's got all that stuff, too, right? So, yeah, Separate Ways was, to me, just as good and just as um, fun and interesting um, as as the main game was. Like I said before, it all ties in together. That followed through to the conclusion, um, just kind of wraps up just like the main campaign does, just from Ada's perspective. So, yeah, man. Oh, Resident Evil 4 Remake. If you have an ability to play that, <laughs> I, I would recommend checking it out. 
Um, especially now it's been, you know, a little while, maybe it'll start getting discounted to some degree. If you have some platform to grab it on, I would recommend checking, checking that out. I had quite the time with it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. It just continued, continued that roller coaster ride. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm definitely going to grab, even though I was not the hugest fan whenever I played it way back when I'm, I'm definitely curious enough about this remake and like the way it, you know, changes the dynamic of the gameplay and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And like whenever I get either a PS five or an Xbox series X and they, I'm sure they'll like bundle the, you know, DLC and the game together. Oh yeah. You know, discounted at some point, even though I'm sure the whole thing is what, like 30 bucks for the whole package or is the wouldn't surprise me at this point. Yeah. Like, cause separate ways was a $10 separate, you know, DLC on Resident Evil four. And I think, shoot, I probably put, I, I should have looked at the save. Uh, you know, I always play these sort of games like slower than you have to just to like check every nook and cranny and corner, right? Like I've, I did it and with they Last reward of Us. That play, to the type of gameplay too. Yeah. 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 So it, it had to have been, you know, over 10 hours. Not that that's even the most important factor. I had fun regardless of how long it took, but it was well worth the money, all that to like, say. Clearly, like, I'm totally down with, like, I mean, you know, those Uncharted games, which are, the first three games are about eight to ten hours in and of themselves, you know, and I was totally yes. happy to spend 60 bucks on those and yes. not really think twice about it. You know, obviously, you can get those for a steal as well. Now, oh, and, yeah. Like, the trilogy bundle or oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they have the quadrilogy bundle at this point, too, yeah. but, like. You know, it's just like, yeah, to think of the value of like a video game and, you know, what a, what's a DLC, what's not, because it's like, could they have released that as a totally standalone game? I think they could have. Maybe, probably, yeah. if it's 10 hours long, definitely. I think they could have. They didn't, but they could have. <laughs> yes. Yeah, even even if it was, yeah, like if, let's say, you know, Resident Evil was full price and then that game came out as like $40, because I know they've done that quite a few times, even with Uncharted, like they had that uh, Lost Legacy or whatever yeah, it was called. Yeah, 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 which got pretty uh, good reviews too. I never got around to playing it, but yeah. Yeah, same, and it, it looked cool though, yeah, and I think yeah. that one came out at like $40 yeah. instead of 60 so I feel like they totally could have done something like that, you know, at whatever oh, price yeah. point with these too, and easily, you know, quote unquote, gotten away with that with without anyone being mad so it very much has me curious about um village which was like the next like third person a little bit more actiony resident evil and you know capcom is always putting those on sale right all the resident evil and anything else they have in their library there's always a sale every quarter at least right so it's i'm curious yeah I thought Village was first person just because I thought Seven was. If Seven was mistaken, first person. That was like the VR one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I think if I if I you know I haven't looked a lot into Village, but I thought you could do. I thought it was third person. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Or but. yeah, maybe you can do either or. I know yeah. there's a lot of games you can flip flop. So yeah, yeah. But I'm I I want more. I'll say that. I was very nice. Very pleased. You've talked me into it for a game that I otherwise probably wouldn't have considered myself interested in revisiting. So, yes. Nice. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, why don't we kick it over to uh, John, who I think just has some kind of general thoughts. But I know you've been playing some like Genshin card <laughs> card game that spawns some some thoughts because we were talking in the discord earlier, too. And we were just like, oh, there's a lot of meat on that bone. Yeah. So I've been <laughs> uh, as I always need to whenever I bring up Genshin, I need to have the disclaimer to don't play Genshin. Play it. Play a different game. There's. Hey, we just had uh, Hernick in the Discord was just saying against John's better judgment, I dove into Genshin. And I'm no, this is not what I want to do. Uh, but uh, not that they weren't agreeing with you on a ton of points. But yeah, they were just like, I'm, I'm having fun, but like I totally see what John's talking about. Yeah, that's <laughs> woof. But uh, yeah. one of the ways that I've been uh, 
kind of taking the gas off and like even I don't know trying something new or uh, using my downtime as my like daily game or whatever. Uh, they did introduce, I think I mentioned this a while back on the podcast, uh, a trading card game, uh, Mm -hmm. in the game itself. Um, and it is a, it is based off of the combat in the Genshin series. So that has a lot of different elemental reactions and other, there's equipment and artifacts that you can have as well as other support characters and summons. And there's, it's a, if you've played Hearthstone or any other uh, kind of uh, separate, I'm trying to think of like what what del- what makes it different from a Slay the Spire or a uh, Dicey Dungeons. Like there are different genres even within card game. Uh, I, mean, I just I was talking about a neon white, which technically mm. has cards in it, even though it really doesn't feel like it's card based combat. Like it's yeah, like the way you're the way you're describing it to me reminds me more of like uh, maybe not quite as in depth, but or maybe it is. I don't know, but it sounds more like Magic: The Gathering than. Are there characters? Do you have like playable characters or a team in Magic: The Gathering? Because I always still feel like that's like creatures, but not yeah, teams. yeah. You like summon like creature cards, like you spend like your mana, which is like your land points to like summon. It's been a long time since I played Magic, but like you summon your creature yeah. cards, and then that that that's who like either attacks for you mm-hmm. or gets attacks and like absorbs damage yep. for you um, did we talk about oh i, I should have checked this before God, magic we... the gathering is fun, it oh, is yeah. fun. <laughs> but i was also thinking of uh steam world quest where like they okay. had right that was a more in the same same vein as like bot and kaidos of the like turn-based deck as your attacks that you have available to you right and you kind okay. of have that with this uh game as well in Genshin it's genius invocation TCG is what it's called and uh, which is also a Genshin impact uh, anagram no what's the word I'm looking for I just thought TCG meant trading card game yeah TCG is but uh, Genshin impact genius invocation uh, the GI but it's really fascinating to see how because this is completely secondary to the game. None of the rewards you get from playing this uh, uh, game go anywhere else in Genshin Impact. I think maybe if you do enough, then you get Primo Gems, which are the secondary, second level of meta currency that you use to purchase or gamble on new characters (laughs) and weapons and stuff so it's so far removed from having any actual like carry over to the like main game proper so that it is so self-contained that i ignored it for a lot of time sure but it is very complex and has its own like systems like you're still playing as the playable characters that you have in the game and each of them have their own attacks that are different and so you're mostly rolling die to use those attacks and it really just got me thinking about how a lot of those encounters or one-on-one duels that you have with npcs like kind of go or are scripted. This is a, a thing we kind of talked about in the, the Discord. How it like it feels like it's an incredibly meticulously balanced game. That if you are 
playing the optimal hand every single hand, you will most likely win in like the exact amount of turns that will get you every like the highest amount of coins to use in whatever the secondary market is in this like thing so it's like every time i'm like am i playing this game as best am i getting better at playing this card game or is this card game built to like maximize the amount you indefinitely right where it feels like oh you you won on right the exact turn that you needed to to like get all of the rewards on your first mm-hmm. go is like is that because I'm good at this or is that because that's how the game is balanced and does it really matter if there's a distinction between the two like is that what playing a card game is or a deck building game is is it just learning the systems and trying to do the best possible move at every like based on what cards you draw or what dice you roll or exploiting the combinations that might be there through your creativity if it allows for that right within the systems and that's the deck building part of it where Mm -hmm. you're trying to like put in a good like as I'm playing it more, I'm like, oh, I don't use this card or like I don't like the situations where I'll have to like that I need in order to play this card. So I'll take that out of my deck and like this one comes in more often. And like, that's fun. I enjoy doing that. Like, that's a thing that I don't feel very often in like maybe even like, yeah, Slay the Spire is one that I'm I'm thinking of where like that is one that has like customization of the deck but Mm -hmm. it still has so much randomness yeah you're kind of just leaning into what you get dealt in that particular run or whatever character Mm -hmm. you're playing as but you're kind of like okay i just got i'm getting this kind of buff okay i'm just like trashing all these cards that maybe on another which is a a very cool way to you know take deck building because you're kind of you're not even really necessarily building a deck so much i mean you're adding cards to your your deck in a run but like for the most part you're just kind of like yeah leaning into like the various buffs and upgrades and stuff um and and i guess the the effects of the cards and stuff too but um i think you have unlocks in those runs too though that can like that adds a new spice to what's available it's been a while since i played that right it's it's very much the roguelike formula applied to deck building yes it's like oh yeah these are the upgrades Whereas, like we talked about a little in the Discord, too, and we've talked about on the podcast before, like I was talking about cards with personalities and we talked about the Pico 8 version and then the like newer upgraded version of that. And as much as I love that game, it is kind of like I felt like I was like, okay, you go to the next boss, you kind of learn there. And I guess it's how RPG and this is what we were talking about in the Discord, too, because that's like what every game is, even just like a boss battle in a Mm. Mega Man game. You just learn the pattern (laughs) of the boss and you, you know, there's a little more involved in my mind, at least like you got to also execute the maneuvers and movements in a Mega Man game, whereas like in a deck building game, once you know how to do it, you just have to literally click on the right card. So there's like less, maybe a little less satisfaction. Eh, There's still like a managing of resources that happens in some of these card games. I would say setting up the dominoes and letting them fall like does feel good once you like have like the trick or the strategy hammered yeah, out. solving it kind of solving mm-hmm. the game if you will or, yeah. or solving the run in some cases like in slay the spider you're not going to solve the game every time but right. yeah you might just be like oh man this, i'm like unstoppable if i just keep like stacking these cards together yeah. and leaning into this upgrade oh yeah so but yeah, I, I do think that's really interesting how that all comes together. And I'm I, I, like, are you buying like booster packs in, in Genshin at all? Like it with with real currency or fake currency or anything like that? That is the 
fascinating thing about it being called a trading card game is there's no part of it that is like a trading card game. <laughs> like, it is just a deck-building game, and, like, you only have 30 cards that you can have in your, like, deck at a time. 30? Wow. Th- mm-hmm. You pick three characters, and then you have 30 cards, and Small. their attacks are already equipped. So it's really hmm. just kind of, like, managing, like, okay, you have eight die to roll. Like, you want to make sure that you are rolling the die of the element of the character you're using or that you at least roll enough pairs or triples that you can spend them on the cards or the attacks that you have. Whereas, like, when I think of a trading card game, I do think of something like, the Pokemon trading card game where it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I'm buying like a, a collecting pack, element. There's getting a, there's a, a bunch of different side. characters or a mm-hmm. bunch of different cards. Whereas like this one is like, yeah, you only have one card of this type, like you're up to like two max of every card and you just buy them like with the ca- currency you get as you like play more characters. And So does achieving the optimum results, like you said, does that just give you the currency to do that? Or does it also yep. give you exclusive cards or unlocks that way it it gives you a cosmetic stuff okay so like it uh, makes you can unlock the like holofoil version of every card there you go (laughs) and like there are baby yes there's (laughs) extra like uh when you unlock a character if you beat them within like one with like there there are always like three uh levels of like you have to beat them uh if you beat them you you pass the first level if you beat them within five turns you uh get the second level and if you beat them with less than losing less than two of your three characters so if you only have one character faint or ko or whatever in the match then you get all three and okay. the third one is when you unlock like their the first one you unlock the character, second one you unlock their talent card, and the, the third one you unlock a second talent card. I never have two talent cards in my deck at any time. So like <laughs> I just need to beat the two levels and then I have a hundred percent of what I need, like technically. So like there's really not a reason to keep replaying this game <laughs> because <laughs> I have all of the cards that I am ever going to use. And is every- it fun? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Say, <laughs> because that's a reason to keep playing it if it's fun. And I yeah. enjoy it. I enjoy learning. And like, what I'm trying to do now is I'm just trying to like go in with new combinations and new cards and stuff that I've never used and seeing if I can still do it. Yeah. And then every once in a while, like, I'll just completely eat shit and be like, fine, yeah. I'm going to go to the, cut, the deck that I know that will work. Of course. <laughs> so I'm making my own fun. In the, the same draw. way that I do in every open world game or whatever is like, <laughs> well, kind of like you've been doing with Genshin in general. I feel like yeah. you've just just been making it work, like working around the loot boxes and stuff, or whatever you want to call them, and not spending too much money on the game itself. And yeah, uh, but, found another way to milk some fun out of the game, or at least a distraction. Is, sometimes you just need like a game to fire up that's just like something to occupy your mind while you got a podcast, yeah, on sir, the or a TV yep, show on, or a hundred percent it NBA two K yeah. baby. well that's kind of uh if if you're good to leave that there john that's kind of a perfect transition into what i've been doing i've talked about it a few times on the save it for the cast recently and even just in some of the 
stuff that I've talked about recently on the podcast. I've just been kind of like bouncing around or even at the top. I've been I feel like I've been in a little bit of like a gaming rut lately. You know, I just haven't like ever since like the Game Makers Toolkit game jam from this year. Like I played a bunch of those games on a stream and I think I've done a couple small ones since then. But I feel like that's when like the juices were like really last flowing. And now I'm just kind of like I mean, I'm playing Mario Kart with my friends here and there and having some fun. Actually, we played the other day and I actually had my best showing yet. We had some Internet issues and like kind of got started later than usual. But I was like. Switch it up, busted out Kamek, which is one of the new characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also busted out these huge, like, orange monster truck tires, and for whatever reason, like, <laughs> I was actually kind of having trouble steering, but I was just like, I'm kind of hanging on most of these. Like, I won the very first race we did, and that not that I haven't won uh, a race before, but, like, I don't know. I was definitely, like, not not coming in last of all the human players uh, for once. So. Total side tangent, um, but 150cc, that's too, that's too fast for me. 100 yeah, cc is my for me. No, no, no. Randall and I are in the same boat. We're no. not, yeah. We're if someone scrubs, ever boots up 50 or it's 100, like we're having I'm a nice like, drive. We're not even. Why are we even playing too this much, game? man? I'm going in every wall. <laughs> we we do. We do 150, and we do. Uh, they put it on frantic items, which is kind of nice. Because what it, does that it, mean? All it mean. I actually asked for clarification <laughs> this time, so I was like, because I was like, what does that mean? That that seems like it seems nothing out of the ordinary. But in when you're in like the more you know, front places, not necessarily first, but if you're in like second, third and maybe uh-huh. even first two, you're just you get stuff like more like green shells okay. and red shells instead of yeah. like just bananas and coins. Gotcha. All the time. More, more, so more it, action oriented, little yeah. more chaos on, yeah. the, on the items. It Honestly, more it doesn't really feel. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't feel that much different to me. Honestly, like I never really notice a huge difference. But yeah. I guess, yeah, you, you don't get as many bananas and coins, I will say that. Fair for enough. Sure. But I'm also very rarely in first. So, so you're not <laughs> playing the uh, meta MK8 strategy, which is just get as many coins as you can so that you can unlock every track and card. I, ha- <laughs> I do have most of the stuff unlocked now, finally, I think. But yeah, the, the coins, though, don't. give you speed, too. Like that, I know they give you speed. Yeah. speed so Top speed, that's a huge baby. factor, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just amazed that I'm still unlocking parts at Same. this point in the game. Like, Same. It's wild, I know. It's yeah. wild. I, I did just recently stop when I finally when I started playing with my buddies uh, back home. I was like, finally unlocked like the last of the stuff. And I think I feel like I've played enough now and haven't unlocked anything in a while. That yeah, one more wave, baby. Like yeah, yeah, I was going to say they might add some new stuff. You never know. Mm-hmm. But um, on that note, though, I've just been kind of bouncing around on my switch and playing some other stuff. And I mentioned on a recent save for the cast that I fired up Kirby in the amazing mirror. And I didn't talk about it too much. Because I know this is one of John's favorite Kirby games. They're all mistaken. my favorites. It's 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 one of my most beloved, just in terms of it being so unique in the yeah. series. Yeah, and I think I just kind of associate it with you because you, I had never really played much of it, and you were like, "Oh, I love that game." So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, "Okay, that's a John game." Um, <laughs> but anyways, I fired it up finally, and I ta- I mentioned this on the save for the cast. But like the main thing I'm really loving about it. Is just the way it looks like it's just yeah. a gorgeous, yeah, it's gorgeous game. It just kind of reminds me of or just like I kind of forgot how good looking some of those Game Boy Advance games oh, are. Yeah. Even like Mario and Luigi's Superstar Saga. Oh, yeah. I've been firing up WarioWare on there recently, which has like kind of a weird, like zany style, but really cool. Like just so vibrant. Some yep. of those games. Um but yeah, back to Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. I was playing that and being a more modern Kirby game, and I being one that I hadn't really played much of, I was kind of like expecting the combat to be like really more like because some of the more modern Kirby games or at least some of the ones that I was thinking of because I was also I fired up Kirby Superstar as well which had some of the combat that I was kind of thinking of um, where it feels almost more like uh, 
Super Smash Brothers style, mm-hmm. whereas the Kirby and the Amazing Mirror not quite as much. Like where there's like kind of like when you have a different power up, there's like a different move if you're like running like if you have fire and you're run and kirby superstar for example i don't remember exactly what power up it is but like if you're running and you jump and like do an attack you'll like do like that dash where you turn into a fireball yeah. and dash across the screen but if you're just standing there and press and hold down you like just you the know shoot out breath. like a flamethrower or yeah. whatever and then you can also like hold it down and then press up or press down and you can kind of angle your breath upwards or downwards or if you have cutter you can also like aim that like boomerang mm-hmm. you know slice thing up or down um but i've been really kind of like you know apart from the the visuals with kirby and the amazing mirror i've also really been enjoying all the different power-ups but also been a little disappointed that there's not as much depth to like the combat like there's i can't i don't know if it's just kirby superstar because i feel like there was a more recent one where i remember like you can pause the game and it kind of tells you like the different, I think it was one of the ones on DS. It might have been like Kirby Triple Deluxe, maybe. I, I don't know. Yes, those one, definitely one of those had Kirby them. Games. That that was the thing Squeak, that I Squeak Squad, maybe. They may all have had. I think uh, the thing is that I I think it started back up with Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. Like it, that was a thing that was in Superstar and then wasn't in another Kirby game until Amazing Mirror. So, like, that was a feature that, because uh, I don't know if you've gotten this literal power-up in Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, Kevin, or if you don't want me to spoil the power-ups in a Kirby I game. Don't mind, uh, I don't mind. I don't mind. The one thing, I will say the power-ups are really cool. Like, there's, like, some really cool, unique one-off, or at least ones that I haven't seen I love the in uh, other Kirby mm-hmm. games. And, and then there were even some ones where I was like, Oh man, it's kind of a bummer that they don't have like the laser in this game. And then all of a sudden, like the little, la- I think I said this on the save for the cast too, but all, all of a sudden, like this little laser uh, sun thing comes like floating over and starts blasting me. It looks like a little orange is what mm-hmm. it always reminded me of. And I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> so, but there's like some cool one off ones like the ninja and like mm-hmm. a few, few other, like the fighter is a little unique. I love doing like those uppercuts and stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'm about 30%, which is more than I expected to be through like the campaign as far as like the save file or whatever. But yeah, what's this? What's this uh, power up you're talking about, John? They have smash, meaning meaning it's the Kirby move set from Super Smash Brothers, oh, and the awesome. ability is just called Smash, oh, and I it love does that. have that like left, right, up, down move set. Oh, that's um, fantastic! Because Kirby was one so of my favorite good. characters in '64. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's but, like, awesome. Uh, I, I think that another thing that I really love about Amazing Mirror is that like it has so many puzzles in it that are like around those, and it has because it's a like Metroidvania with a bunch of branching paths and like a lot of them are like one way doors that like you need to go through and then do a puzzle with a power up. And if you don't do it, then you kind of have to like redo a a loop in the map to get back to that spot. And like, usually they're like not necessary there. If you're going for a hundred percent, like I have been in every friggin' Kirby game I've ever played, but like, yeah, there's stuff like unlocking a sound, a song in the soundtrack or unlocking a, another color palette for Kirby to be. Yeah, like, I was just looking through like the collectible stuff and saw some of that stuff and I was like, oh, that's really cool. I can like spray paint Kirby and mm-hmm. like, you know, you, yeah, it just shows all the things, even just like the maps you collect and stuff. I, I will say like that, that aspect of it, like where you have to kind of like loop and go through the doors and stuff is like a little tedious for me and like, because it's got to have the right power up. It, it is easy enough in most cases to reset and just go through a couple doors a couple times and 
rip through it. But I, I do kind of prefer, as always, I prefer a slightly more linear experience. But then on top of that, if it is going to be a Metroidvania, I kind of wish it were like a little bit more of a traditional Metroidvania map where I'm not like having to also remember like, wait, which door did I go through? Like, oh, no. <laughs> it's the way it's like Uh-oh. laid out. It's just kind of like these dotted lines that just branch to like it's it's relatively intuitive because it will be like in like you'll be like, OK, the door that's kind of at the top left of this like room that I'm in kind of it goes to this dotted line that seems to be going off the top left of the point that I'm at. But it's mm-hmm. like it's just kind of confusing a little bit. Like, even more confused. Like, at least when I'm going in a loop and lost in a Metroidvania, I'm like, I know where I am in the map. Or, like, in Kirby, I'm kind of like, where where am I? Have I done this already? I can't Uh-oh. can't remember. But, like, other than that, I, I am really enjoying it. Like, I haven't played it in a couple days, but I am really having a good time and plan to keep going with it. I don't know if you've noticed, but also if you've ever been through a door before, uh, or if you haven't been through a door before, the like outline of the there will be a like circular halo around the star over the door, and if you have ah. been through it, it won't have that. There, there is a oh, lot of like nice. I've noticed. I've noticed some yeah, some visual cues where I like I could tell that it was different than before, and I, but I didn't know like what triggered it or whatever. But I definitely I know what you're talking about because there's that been, like. Where I was like, oh, this door looks like juicier than the ones I've been to before. <laughs> like, it looks like it's calling my name more than some of the other ones. Yeah, it's um, it's But weird. even all the different, like, teleport mirror portals, you're just like, wait, this one goes to this one. And then the, it'll just take you to another room that has another teleporter in it. And you're like, I, I mean, it's once you get it, at, like, I feel like you're better at internalizing a an in-game map than I am because I just for whatever reason I, I can't quite I'm trash at it too but yeah I can't yeah. quite commit those to memory especially when they're not like I'm a little better at it when it's like a 3d like breath of the wild kind of thing but even that not mm. so much but like <laughs> definitely not when it's like 2d branching and I can't just I don't have a direct one-to-one map to look at you know mm-hmm. I think this is also just a product of the time when it was made like before metroidvanias had their resurgence and like before that like formula got hammered out and perfected so like you could have a kind of weird clunky version of it and like have it just be like oh this is really interesting that like kirby did this without it being like oh my god we've like gone through all the pitfalls now we know not to do this or to communicate this better and like i think also me probably having played it as like a tween i had like a lot more time to devote to a game so i like could just like sit down and be like run around in circles yeah yeah Yeah. do the same loop 10 times and not be like well another thing too is like the the game does have even though it's like exploration focused it kind of has this like frantic quality to it because you can just like get around so fast and i and it also has like the built-in ability to like hook up the link cables and play multiplayer up to four players i love that they did that uh, like on single player you can just like basically hit a button that calls like kirby just calls all the other kirby's on his cell phone and just (laughs) say hey come give me a hand and like they just start like helping you out in battle or you can like just go like give them a hug and they recover some of your health (laughs) Which is super <laughs> Give cute, them a but like, I, yeah, I almost feel like it's like designed for like for <laughs> multiplayer. You know, it's kind of meant for almost like everyone to be roaming around and going all over the place and just yeah. be like, "Oh, hey guys, let's go over here," or "Hey, I'm I'm taking care of the, the northwest corner of the map." It definitely seems like it's meant to just almost be like, "Hey, let's all fire this up and speed oh, run man. it." Not necessarily speed run, but just rip our way through this game like that. Actually, we should try to do that. Now I that love you can that. Do, like the link cable stuff. 
That would actually be a lot oh, of fun. Oh, man. I'm such My a fondest memories of this and game. And I'm never actually going to do it with a link cable. You know, I'm never. When are we yeah. all going to be in the same room with three Game Boy Advances and link cables to hook them you know, up? No, I do have three Game Boy Advances and <laughs> at least hey, two. I, I, I have some link cables somewhere. Cable. <laughs> I've got them go. somewhere. <laughs> Just in case you ever got to hook them up to the GameCube, too. You know, I still I have guess, those yeah. GameCube mm-hmm. uh, connectors. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, my fondest memories of that game are playing it in, like, my friend's basement with three of us. Hell on yeah. like the like daisy chained link cable nice that's yeah. fantastic yeah it's it, it, i will say yeah the, the main thing it's just been a lot of fun to like see a lot of those power because i have a ton of nostalgia for the kirby series too mostly like i i still prefer like the structure of like kirby's adventure just like going through the you know have like oh, that yeah. overworld kind of screen you're going into the door and then you just have a level kind of straightforward but there's tons of secrets packed into those levels if you're mm. going for 100 percent like I prefer more of that kind of exploration over over this, but that being said, it's still really cool to just see like I don't know Kirby, I don't know coming to life with all the I don't know, I just love the way these pixels like sing. I don't know how oh, else yeah. to explain it, but yeah, um, it's it's a weirdly unique Kirby game, and it's kind of hard to pinpoint why. Yeah, because it's like kind of straightforward. There's nothing like it's not doing anything all that different, but it is like it has an energy to it that feels unlike the regular Kirby games. And it kind of, I mentioned it on the save for the cast too, but it's like developed by flagship studio, I think is, which is like a Capcom team that worked on uh, Minish cap yeah. uh, as well, which you can kind of see like that pixel art kind of, yeah. Uh, you can see like that detail and the way, like the movement, everything just feels really expressive and animated. That 32 bit like pixel art of the time. is so time and place too. like mm-hmm. Game Boy Advance is such a time capsule that way. And it didn't last that long. Like that was only three or four years of a heyday before DS kind of ate its lunch because yeah. they were so worried about the PSP at that time. It's just like, ah, uh, just like treasure those cartridges that came out during that time. It was like the was last it really we got only just, that long. Yeah. Yeah, good yeah. God, what yep. the hell? And think about how many good games still. Come I know, out. like yeah. it's one of like my. Not, uh, I was about to say like it was my largest library, but I'm like, no, that's DS. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like 2001 yeah, to 2004, basically the heyday. Yeah, Man. and this was late for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do still miss like, yeah, when I fired up Kirby Superstar, like one of the things I forgot, like the power ups are pretty different in that game, like the beam power up. Yeah. That you get, like, it's not just, like, the... Normally, it's just, like, that kind of arcing, like, sweeping 45-degree angle thing, which it is if you stand still, but if you're, like, running, Kirby, like, does this, like, twist thing, and it, like, spins, like, a tornado, like, cyclone thing in front of you, which with way longer... It just, like... I don't know. I miss like I, I was expecting Kirby and the Amazing Mirror to have a little more of that going on, which apparently it does if you get to that smash power up, at least, so... I, gotta, I, I think if you're going from it from like another 2D, well, I don't know, like I, I was going from it from like Night or Nightmare in Dreamland and like Kirby 64. Like I never played Superstar before. Like I played Superstar well after the fact. Same. And yeah. like, and I, yeah, I didn't play it at the time either. Yeah, I played it more recently. Yeah. Then like. I'm a known Kirby Superstar hater. Um, it's yeah, my I gotta least say, I don't favorite. love that one either. Yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. not the hugest fan on that one either. It's too like segmented, right? There's just yeah, like there's, what am yeah. I none of, the, do here? none of the elements of it have enough meat on their bone to like for me to love it enough. Even yeah. though they're all cool, but I'm yeah. just kind of like ah. Eh. 
But like Kirby's Adventure there. is such like a standalone like classic package. Yeah, that's still like, my favorite. You know, I think I think other than uh, Epic Yarn, I still think is actually like I know it's not a traditional Kirby game, but that's probably my oh, favorite. Oh, it's phenomenal though. And Dreamland Three and its remake Kirby sixty four. Like those are always those are going to be too. high up on my list. Yeah, I was actually when I was thinking about uh, not to sidetrack here, but when I was thinking about Epic Yarn the other day, I was and then I was thinking about Yoshi, Woolly World and Crafted mm-hmm, World, which are fantastic, I like, too. I was like, what if Good Feel made a Wario land? Let's game? go, baby. Let's uh, that, fucking go. That would be so they'd be perfect for that. Yes, I they feel. would. Uh, yeah, be, that, that just would be so awesome. Yeah, it's time. Um, Wait, didn't they do Wario? Oh, did they? Did, they might have done Shake It. Actually, I think they, they did Shake It. They, they I'm pretty sure that was Good that. Feel. You you might be right on that. Now I'm gonna have to look um, it up. And uh, I guess one last thing too that I just wanted to mention too. While I'm kind of talking, they about did those do shake it. <laughs> yeah, baby. Well, I remember looking I'd this up. On I'd love podcast. to see them do another one. Yeah, you know what? We might have even talked about. It. I might have even been in a saver for the cast episode. But it's such something. a good game. That is oh, such phenomenal. a good title. I I, yeah. I never played enough of that one. I only played like you know Talk enough of it to art. know that it was good. But yeah, yeah, I never played, never finished it or anything. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I did fire up again. I've just been kind of like in my gaming rut, bouncing around on my Switch, and I fired up uh, Ernog Unlimited, and I kind of had some like similar thoughts about that with like Kirby and the Amazing Mirror because it's it's a cool game. I fired it up a long time ago. I think I didn't look it up on our spreadsheet, but I'm pretty sure I talked about it when like way back when DJ was on the podcast in like the very very early days, <laughs> uh, like one of our very first episodes. I think I brought it up, and it's kind of like this puzzle platformer emphasis on the puzzle side of things with uh. Or from the developer of Knit or Knit, I never know how, never know how to say that. It's and be uh, knit, Ying, right? it's be Yinglet. Knit. I think I read somewhere though that like you're supposed to pronounce the K in some specific. You don't pronounce way. the K in the K N <laughs> as someone with. <laughs> that's that's what I think too. But yeah, I, I, I can't remember on like some wiki I saw it somewhere. But, but regardless, I, I love that game and I really love Yinglet. But uh, unfortunately, yeah, Ernogger Limited. I, I kind of was just like again that you're going through all these different doors and you're exploring all over the place and you got to pick up these boxes kind of like Super Mario Brothers 2 style mm. over your head and you got to like carry them all through the doors but only certain doors that are tall enough to fit you when you're oh well, as I hit the microphone here um, <laughs> but uh, only doors that are tall enough to like actually fit you through them when you're holding something over your head but you're like trying to collect stuff and bring them back to this hub world kind of Kirby in the amazing mirror style uh, not that you're bringing stuff back to the hub in Kirby, but you're like, getting, you know, you're collecting the mirror pieces and like unlocking that hub zone. And this you're kind of doing that, too. And all the there's like cool stuff, like a lot of the blocks you pick up, like sometimes you pick up like a bird, they're like creatures and stuff. So you're picking up a bird that then gives you the ability to fly hmm. for short distances. So there's like some cool level design elements and exploration elements but like there's just so many layers of like I and at least for now, there's no map for me to reference. So I'm just like kind of roaming around like where am i going what am i trying to accomplish like i'm eventually going to accomplish something but i'm just kind of like i don't know it's it's like a cool game but it's just not quite grabbing me at the moment at least but still like i don't know it's from raw fury it's from a developer i love i'm mm. just kind of like i what I, I there's something there that i'm maybe missing or it's just not grabbing me and the controls are kind of weird too like you're just the button choices and you can't remap them so it's just kind of awkward but what were you about to say john no i was just thinking about like the map in kirby and the amazing mirror how like before you actually unlock a map you'll get the like 
rooms but without any lines drawn between them and like you won't see any of the uh, like rooms that you haven't been to so like yeah. that level of like abstraction with the map i also just love like i, love. I do think that's pretty cool it makes you feel like oh i'm in a new area but even that i'm like wait why, haven't i been here already or have i why? it's, it's just like so difficult to, to see track. oh it's great I, <laughs> it's a, it's I a game that honestly is- how, how nice would it be how nice would it be to have that game on uh ds with that dual screen where you could just like uh, reference that oh. map at any point in time you know that would definitely be nice or even tap on the map to teleport fast travel or something dual yeah. screen for the Oof. map yeah that would definitely be nice but yeah i don't know I've, I've still been bouncing around like i said i'm hoping i can kind of kickstart my uh get out of my gaming rut with some mario wonder and uh yes, maybe do some streaming this weekend i'm uh, the family's going out of town so i got the house to myself for a few days so i'm like i'm gonna get some Get some gaming. Get, uh, that Mario, baby. Yeah, exactly. Get some gaming in. Try to get back on track here. So um, I don't know. Any other uh, stuff we want to chat about before uh, we wrap things up tonight, guys? No, sir. No thing. All right. All right. Sounds good. Well, as always, you can find us on the Internet at uh, pursuingpixels.com and pretty much anywhere else. If you just look up Pursuing Pixels and uh, yeah, otherwise we will uh, catch you next week. And until then, take care. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>if I had more expendable income, I'd definitely be interested. But that's like of of the ones they've made, I'm like, ah, I could live without the 64 ones. Nah, I could live without fly. all of them because I don't have any of them. But uh, I um, was going to say, like, the honestly, the Switch online service or platform that has the closest library to what I actually own is the 64 library. Like, they're, yeah. it's really just like some random third party titles. Like, and then everything is like, nah, this is kind of everything I want to play already <laughs> yeah, on I, this. I just saw, I was just skimming through like a quick video. I can't remember. I just saw some video pop up on YouTube about Quest 64. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, baby. So I, like, I skimmed through it real quick. And I got to admit that it looked pretty dang cool. It looks like that. sick. Actual, it's like, such a good game. And, like, even the movement of the character. I was like, this looks way more fluid than I expected. Like, I was like, I'm kind of digging uh, this. I mean, there were better the games coming out at that sweet. point. Like, but the combat looked kind of cool, like the way there's like that like kind of laser like f- grid that forms around you that you like can't exit or I don't know. It it's looks really cool. Shit. And it's mm-hmm. your area I, of attack and you have the C buttons for the four elements and the more you use them, the more powerful <laughs> they get. I definitely want to check that game out. Skyrim like, is based that- off of Quest 64. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I'm not, like no kidding around. Skimming that video made me go like, I gotta pick up a copy of this game before it becomes like a sought after rare honestly, gem. Honestly, yeah, like John, John's, John's passion about John's, this. John's love for yeah. it enough makes it just worth having in the yeah. like, for me, love hey, my no friend John for, loves this for, for a clunky but like quirky game. Like, just I will love a game forever if it just did something weird but committed to it. I agree with that. It doesn't even need to do it well. Yeah. (laughs) Just tried something. Yeah. Uniquely. Yeah.
Ugh. Yeah, tried something unique in in earnest because I've yeah. I don't know I've played some gimmicky games that are like just yeah. gimmicky for gimmick's sake. But yeah, if it's like a clever idea, even if it's like even if you didn't nail it, I'm like, hey, you thought of a good idea. I'm not because gonna be mad just because you didn't nail it. Yeah. 